changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. Hey, it's summer, and it's time to get yourself on your feet and outside. If you've been thinking about getting into a regular routine of running or walking, I have the stories to motivate you from our newest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Running for Good. Everyone knows that running or walking is a low-cost, very accessible way to improve your fitness. You can do it alone wherever you are. The road is right outside your door. All you need is a pair of good running or walking shoes. And you can be horribly out of shape and still get started. Or you can be at your peak fitness, but you're just looking for a way to challenge yourself. Running or walking is a great way to bond with your family and to meet people as well. And we have countless stories from people who improved family ties or made new friends or even found new love through running or walking. But you have to get started. That's half the battle, and that's what today's stories are about. So Billy Cutchins, he needed to fight that battle. With five kids, he found it really hard to get started. It was easy to make excuses about why he wasn't working out until his doctor told him he needed to lose 40 pounds. Well, Billy still felt like he didn't have time to go and lose 40 pounds. He was a good husband and father, he thought, and he was putting his family ahead of himself when it came to allocating his time. But then he got a new job, and it was in a company that brought in a personal trainer at lunchtime. They had actually converted a conference room into a gym which is pretty cool. There were treadmills, elliptical machines, and a set of dumbbells. So with money and time no longer an excuse, Billy started working out two days a week. The personal trainer pushed him, and before he knew it, he was trying to beat a 10-minute mile on the treadmill. It took weeks, but he did it. And Billy found that he really liked exercising, and now the personal trainer was encouraging him to go for a nine-minute mile. Billy soon beat the nine-minute mile, and then the eight-minute mile, and then he switched jobs, and he no longer had the built-in personal trainer at lunchtime right there in his office, but he joined a gym, and he kept training. His wife encouraged him, and she bought him some workout clothes, too. And before he knew it, he was running a six-minute mile. And he was running from home, too, not just at the gym. Billy says, running and working out also became a way to bond with the kids. When I played football with my sons and the neighborhood kids, my boys told their friends to line up against me. Their friends clearly saw my gray hair and thought I wouldn't be a problem, so I surprised them when I kept up. When Billy went back to his doctor for another physical, the nurse commented on his very low pulse and blood pressure and asked him if he was a runner. It was quite a transformation from a guy who needed to lose 40 pounds. Billy had finally realized that there's always room in the day to take care of yourself, which is why his story is called Time for Fitness. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Billy Cutchins had always been full of excuses for why he wasn't exercising. And so was Michelle Anderson. But when she tried out her excuses on her doctor, she could tell the doctor wasn't buying it. Somehow, despite the number on the scale, her lab results, and the size of her clothing, Michelle had been deluding herself about how much she had let her health go. Her doctor was kind about it, but firm. Michelle was only 25 years old, and she was already terribly unhealthy. Now, she loved doing crafts, not moving her body. And she liked to drive places, and she couldn't understand those runners she saw along the road. Running looked awful to her. She realized, though, that if she really thought about it, she was getting winded even walking up one flight of stairs. So, as she sat in the doctor's office, her face red with embarrassment, she vowed to herself that she would change. And she decided that she would give running a try. So the next few months passed in a blur of sweat and emotion that cycled from pride to discouragement and from dejection back to determination and pride again. Michelle's runs contained a lot of walking, but that's okay. She was out there. She was moving her body, and she was getting more fit. She signed up for a 5K, and she did it. And then after she had done a few more 5Ks, she signed up for a half marathon. Michelle says, Words can't do justice to the fear that roiled my gut as I stood awaiting the starting gun, or the exhilaration that surged through my veins when I realized around mile nine that I was actually going to finish. When I crossed the timing mat at the end, I found myself weeping openly with a mixture of relief, pride, and joy. Since then, Michelle has done lots more races, marathons, triathlons, and even a few obstacle courses. She runs regularly, and she loves it, saying, Running gives me agency over my own body. It makes me feel at once powerful and humble, invigorated and at peace. Two years after that physical that was so awful and yet so powerful because it got her on her feet, Michelle switched insurance carriers and she had to switch to a new doctor. And this time, just like it had happened for Billy Cutchins, she heard these welcome words. Well, I can clearly tell that you're an athlete. What sort of activities do you do? And Michelle was proud to respond, I'm a runner, which is why she titled her story, A New Label. What a great transformation in the way she saw herself. And we do hear that all the time from runners. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, running for good, visit our website chickensoup.com, click on the podcast button, and look for the book at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, your local independent bookstore, Amazon, or wherever else you like to get your books. And come back for our next episode to meet 
Michelle Barton, who has run the Badwater 135, which is an absolutely hellish ultramarathon held in Death Valley. She's just crazy, and she's going to talk about all the different crazy races that she has run. <laughs> 